morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Manuel's in Queen Creek and enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct, and you will graduate and go see Roger Waters. Good luck. All right. All right, Manuel. We're going to talk about the 10 most paused and rewatched scenes in movie history. Hell I don't, yeah. I don't know exactly how this was compiled, but let's just go with it, okay? All right. Yep. Which scene was paused more than the other? Is it Sharon Stone crossing her legs in the movie Basic Instinct? Or is it the stormtrooper hitting his head on the doorway in Star Wars? That is correct. That's number three on the list, whereas the stormtrooper came in at number 10. Here's your next question. Which was paused more often? The scene of Nadia, portrayed by Shannon Elizabeth in Jim's room in the movie American Pie. Mm-hmm. Or the scene of Phoebe Cates getting out of the pool in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know, that's what that would have been my guess, too. According to this list, it's the American Pie scene. Hmm. I don't know. Here's your next one. Which scene was paused and rewatched more often? The horse's head in the bed scene in the original Godfather movie or Nev Campbell making out with Denise Richards in the pool in Wild Things? Uh, wild things. That is that is correct. Yes, yes. The horse's head was number eight. Wow. Wild things was number four. And by the way, I should mention the uh, American Pie scene was number five. Phoebe Cates came in at number seven. Which wow. I don't know. Hard for me to believe that. What was number one? Oh, uh, hang on. Give me a moment. Really? <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading Places? Not on the list. What? Believe it or not. What the hell is wrong with that list? This one said number one was Paul Walker's last ride scene in Furious 7. Really? It's a list on the internet. What are you going to do? Ignore it. Yeah. Um, By the way, filling in the rest of the list here, just got three that we didn't do. The number two one was the scene where Rose asks Jack to paint her in Titanic. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, Mm -hmm. Or six six would be uh, the moment Jessica Rabbit appeared in Roger Rabbit. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. Um, You've never seen Roger Rabbit? Nope. And number nine, the Brad Pitt cameo in Deadpool 2, which is hilarious. It is hilarious. It is really good. Spoiler alert, Brad Pitt is in Deadpool. (laughs) Don't blink. Don't blink, though. Uh, We should mention Middle School is sponsored by Train. You can visit traininfo.com to find your local independent train dealer it's hard to stop a train the idea that jamie lee curtis from trading places is not on that list makes that entire list invalid i I would agree with that i don't know what the paul walker thing is i've I've never seen any of those that's when he died that was like the scene you know they left it in the movie i guess yeah i don't know ben her yeah why would you need to pause and rewind that though I, I don't know. When you got Phoebe Cates. I, I, or Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. That's I mean, all these are, these are serious questions. I understand. Yeah, we're, well, that's what our job here is yep. to, to solve the hard-hitting problems of America. Good morning. 
Maybe you've had breakfast already. Maybe it was a Pop-Tart. Oh, finally we're going to address this. Yeah. you know, yeah, they, we, This came out yesterday, and I, was, I brought it to the table, and for whatever reason, you ignored me. I did not ignore you. I said we'd get back to it. Well. And here we are. We're back to it. I guess 24 hours later. Do you know how much time is lost, how many lives could have been saved? The Kellogg's company is splitting into three divisions. Yeah. The cereal division, mm-hmm. the snack food division, mm-hmm. and the plant-based foods division. Which I have no interest in whatsoever. The first two you had my attention. Yeah. Cereal, well, I'm in. Okay, Snacks, so, okay, on occasion I will do a snack. There's the, there's the question. Um, your Pop-Tarts, they're getting thrown into the snack division. I disagree with that categorization, but okay. Well, they're not a cereal, right? Well, no, but they are a breakfast food. It, and I, and, and I normally, think that all breakfast food should sort of be under that cereal umbrella if you are a cereal company. But Pop-Tarts are an incredibly convenient snack. I, I imagine right? they are. I've only uh, Here's the thing. I've had one Pop-Tart in my life. One. Well, you're, Singular. Uno. I, I don't know why anybody would deny themselves or deprive themselves of such a fine item. Just not something that, I, that is on my regular target list. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld discusses the Pop-Tart at length. How did they know that there would be a need for a frosted fruit-filled heatable rectangle in the same shape as the box it comes in? Right. And with the same nutrition as the box it comes in. And they can't go stale because they were never fresh. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know. It's funny because if you look at the ingredients in a Pop-Tart, you're like, oh, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. There's what does it fr- show me on the periodic table of the elements where this exists? There's some fruit in there. Not now. I consider myself something of a connoisseur, an aficionado, if you will. Oh, really? Regarding the pop tart. Okay, well then I defer to your expertise. Yes, many a pop tart have been placed in my glove compartment for later consumption. Now, in very the heat, convenient in the, snack. In the heat, is that a dangerous endeavor? Not at all. Okay, then. Not at all. All right. Um, a little warmer than you'd like, probably. In fact, I, I will say this: the optimal conditions for consuming a pop tart right. are right. toasted. Okay. With a cold glass of milk. Well, it's interesting that you say that because Pop-Tart is a brand name for the toaster strudel. Toaster pastry. Toaster strudel, toaster pastry. Yeah, I see those. I see the generic. And I I have to say, although I am not a connoisseur or an expert at your level, I would assume (laughs) that (laughs) consumption of a Pop-Tart should be relegated to the actual Pop-Tart that I think that in this situation, the generic alternative can't possibly be as good as the pop tart. This is a situation where spending the extra money right matters. I agree. Pop tarts are far better than your generic alternatives. Picture looking down at a football field from above. I am looking down at a football field from above. We're we're visualizing our scene here. The field itself is the fruit filling okay where the coaches and the players line up on the sidelines yeah. is the edging of the shortbread. All right. With your generic models those sidelines are going to be inched in, in fact, yarded in, about 15 yards, and the end zones will approach towards the 50-yard line, far less fruit filling than a regular Pop-Tart. So what you're saying is the snacky goodness, which is the official term for the filling of a Pop-Tart, mm-hmm. is limited when you buy the generic versus the actual brand name. Absolutely. All right. Yes. Again, and you're probably wondering, it was a, I don't know, maple sugar, brown sugar, cinnamon, I don't know. It was kind of like, you know, like a cinnamon maple thing because uh, I, don't, I don't eat a lot of sweets. Again, I, I don't wish to brag, but I really do know my Pop-Tarts. Uh-huh. This is years of experience I, again, that I, you're soaking up here. There are very few instances where I will say, you know what, Mark knows a lot more about this than I do. Yeah, uh, the brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart would be 
your Cadillac of Pop Tarts. Okay. So, so I had same the best way that, then. Same way that Red Wigglers is the Cadillac of Worms. So I started, I, started, I started at the top then, and there's no place to go but down. True. Now, your strawberry and blueberry without, without frosting are very good also. Okay. With frosting, only in emergencies. All right. When you're desperate for a Pop-Tart, okay. those will do in a pinch. Now, do, do people get desperate for Pop-Tarts? Uh, absolutely. I know they get cuckoo for Cocoa Pops, yes. but desperate for Pop-Tarts is a completely different concept. I've been there. Okay, then. Pining for Pop-Tarts uh-huh. is what it's called. That's also my yes. favorite children's book. <laughs> so, uh, you could call and give us your favorite Pop-Tart. I will tell you why you're wrong. It's brown sugar cinnamon. <laughs> 480-470-KSLX. Again, this is years of experience. I don't say these things lightly. And for the record, just to answer the question that we never answered at the beginning, <coughs> Kellogg's will be putting the Pop-Tarts in the snack division unnecessarily. That's because you can put it in your glove compartment. It's hard to do that with a box of cornflakes. If only the car came installed with a toaster, life would be perfect. <sighs> Absolutely. So we were just talking about Pop-Tarts. Hard-hitting questions is yes. what we're trying to solve here. Because, you know, yeah. Ke- Kellogg's is splitting into three companies, and Pop-Tarts is going in the snack division. I don't know. Now, here's a question. Um, I don't even know what you do with a snack. Like, I consider Pop-Tarts a breakfast food. Right. So where do you find them in the supermarket? And that's where they are, in the breakfast aisle. Yeah, but where would you find them in the supermarket? If they're moving them to the snack division, are they still to be found near the breakfast food? Or do you got to go next to the Doritos? You got, you know, Doritos and Fudge Towns and next thing you know. Yeah, no, I, I get you got you know, to find your Pop-Tarts. Yeah, finding Pop-Tarts next to the pretzel rods. See, it's this very is, strange. This is what happens. Every once in a while, I found this out. You know, canned shrimp, like salad shrimp? Sure. You, you look at, it's not next to the tuna fish. It's in a different place. Like, it's, it's canned fish is canned fish. It yeah. should be with the canned fish. So. <laughs> Pop-Tarts. Kellogg's, are you listening to me? Make sure that the Pop-Tarts are... Here's the thing. We will organize a search party to find the Pop-Tarts in the store. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, absolutely. I, I know that will happen. And again, um, you know, being a Pop-Tart connoisseur... Right, I know. Slash yes. aficionado. Yes, you're an expert. We've acknowledged years that. of experience. I understand. Um, I, I know it's fact that brown sugar cinnamon is the best. Here's the thing. I have... Absolutely one experience with Pop Tarts. One. One and it was a brown sugar cinnamon one. Well and it was it was tasty. Yeah. Damn tasty. All right. But other, other people, they don't know as much. They, I understand. They think other no, flavors are better. Is what they are. They're beneath yeah, well, you. You're right, not even right. close to amateurs. Uh, all am of I them. right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Dutch Apple, dude. Dutch Apple. Why is he wrong? I can't be wrong. They don't, I don't make them anymore, but they were the best. Well, if they were the best, they'd still make them. <laughs> You've answered your own question. There were very few who agreed with you. <laughs> well, God damn it, I can't help it if most people are ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. I, I mean, Mark, I don't know how many. Here's What's the most popular hamburger that McDonald's sells? I guess their hamburger? Right. Yeah. They're, they're going to discontinue them. Uh, probably not. They sell millions. You look at that. Well, you see it every time you pass McDonald's. Over 50 billion served. Yeah. Except hamburgers. We've decided to do away with those. Yeah, no. the uh, Nobody cancels a popular product. No. That's why brown sugar cinnamon's still around. I it's, agree. It's the best. Yep. Sorry, buddy. Hey. Yeah, so the uh, Pop-Tarts. Yeah, we got to do a fruit flavor with frosting. Well toasted. Even, <laughs> even the edges can be a little burnt. And then you smear butter on it. That's the way to eat a Pop-Tart. Okay. That's a good way to die is Hang what on. that is. Hang on. You've already got the frosting and you need butter also? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you put butter on it. It's fantastic. Sure. Mm, I, I don't know about that. It's yeah. so fantastic, you wouldn't need the butter. I, I don't know, man. Butter pretty much makes everything better, but I think it's unnecessary in this situation. What are you looking – like, butter is a sweetener, right? How much yeah. more sweet do you need? See, again – the ones that the the fruit flavored ones with the frosting only in emergencies because they're too sweet. I was just going to say that again. I am not a huge snack sweet eater. That much, you know, we've established yeah. that before. I I have very limited junk food palate, uh, but I got to tell you, I know the scale of sweetness, and adding butter to the uh, to the pop tart seems a little excessive, it, unnecessary. It is. Hey, my favorite is the chocolate with the frosting, but there's a process you got to go through to eat them. Oh. And I do this with any flavor. <laughs> I put the things in the microwave just to warm them up a little bit. What are you and doing? And I have me a big glass of milk, and I submerge them suckers mm. in the milk, Mm-mm. and it's like heaven. No, no. no. Okay, a couple see, of problems there. All right, I, I'll let you go first on this one, Mark. The dunking? Yes. I'm not, not a dunker. Well, here's the thing. If it's an Oreo, I'm in. If it's a Chips Ahoy, I'm in. If it's a Fudge Town, I'm in. I don't see the need to dunk a uh, toaster strudel slash Pop-Tart. Yeah. But and again, my experience is limited. I will defer to those who have more experience in that mode. Second problem is microwaving any sort of bread-based item. You microwave a slice of pizza, what happens to the crust? Right, but... It gets like it gets like uncooked dough. Now, I have to ask you this question because my ignorance is going to show through here. Mm-hmm. Does the does the Pop-Tart have the little cardboard crisper thing that the Hot Pocket has? <laughs> no, it, it because, does not. Because the Hot Pocket is the exception to the rule. You can take the Hot Pocket as long as you've got that little whatever that thing is, that little cardboard amazing piece of magic that creates the crusty Hot Pocket... Thing. Yeah, no. So you the, can do it. You, you well, you, the pop tart comes in the foil packet. You tear it open. And it's just the two pop tarts in there, and there, you toast right. them. You know, you toast them just by themselves without a without a. What's the proper dosage? Is two the proper dosage, or do you find yourself getting eating four? Uh, four is probably too many. So two, three, two is never quite enough. So it's like the hot dog, hot dog, hot dog roll yeah. conundrum because they're so good. Nah, I get it. Uh. Yeah. Hi, everybody. It's Maria. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Tom checking in from Blackwater on the res, and he is going to play Time Out for Spanish, trying to win a $50 gift card from Twin Peaks. So, Tom, what we'll do is give you a Spanish phrase, and then you have to translate it into English. But we do give you three choices. So you ready to play? Sure, why not? Tom, here comes your Spanish phrase. Your enthusiasm is overwhelming. (laughs) Solo reviso mi correo de voz para deshacerme del pequeño y molesto icono. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. All right, I'm going to give it to you again because you sound unconvinced. Solo reviso mi correo de voz para deshacerme del pequeño y molesto icono. Tom, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, if you have a gambling problem, we bet you'll keep listening. (laughs) B, you never realize what you have until it's gone. Toilet paper, for example. Oh, is that true? Or C, I only check my voicemail to get rid of the annoying little icon. Which one is it? Oh, man. I'm thinking uh, if you asked me if it was C, I'd say C. And so we're asking you which one it is it is. I'd say Simon. Simon. C. C. Simon. All right. Thank you, Tom. Tom came alive there. Hey, right on. Hang on. 
Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. There's a story, I, I think one day, I'm going, you know, I'm looking on the internet and I see this one story all over the place. It was from Florida and I was kind of wondering to myself, why is this such a big story? Right. Like, why story? is everybody doing It was about a guy who, um, I guess, that, you know, he got accosted by these three other guys. Right. They basically shoved him into his own car, got in with him and made him drive around to different ATMs. Okay. To get money at each one. Because there's a limit on on your ATM withdrawals. And at a certain point, he sees a police officer on the side of the road. You know, sees a cop car. Right. And starts driving really erratically. You know, weaving in and out and that kind of thing. Sure. Obviously necessitating the cops to take notice and pull him over. Right. And that saved him. Because he was able to signal to them, hey, these guys have guns and blah, blah, blah. The cops were able to arrest the three other guys. You know, and they'll face charges and whatever. He got lucky. Yeah, well, because yeah, he, he could have been shot. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I was like, why is that such a big story? Doesn't everybody know that you should do that kind of thing? I don't know. I mean, it's not exactly a survival skill they teach in school. They don't teach you in school. Hey, if you get carjacked, drive like an idiot. But otherwise, but it, would seem like it, it would seem like everyone on the 101 right now is being carjacked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people want to get pulled over. It yeah, looks like it looks um, like it. But, you know, and carjacking, I mean, I, I don't know what the exact definition is. I think that's when they throw you out of the car and steal your car. But this is they're actually forcing you to drive somewhere. Right. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's that's the thing that makes the most sense. I mean, you could even you could even skid, you know, purposely skid into a pole or something. You know, you turn a little bit to the left so it hits them on the passenger side. So, okay, yeah. So you're yeah, away you're from the your imp- car up, though, is what you're doing. Rather screw your car up or screw you up? Well, I mean, right? will your insurance company cover that? It's a deliberate accident. Like you've deliberately destroyed your car. All right. Even if they didn't cover it, what if you knew they're going to take you around to all these ATMs, right. drain your bank, right? what do they need you for at the end of it? Well, no, I, and I agree with you. Look, right? I, I, again, I— uh, You know what's going to happen. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're arguing the logistics of a robbery versus the logistics of wrecking your car, and I, I think that— <laughs> You'd wreck the car. Right? I think you'd wreck the car. Yeah. I think you know. Look, it's my, my, it's just stuff. Like as right. much as as much as we are attached to material wealth and material uh, possessions, it's just stuff. You can get more stuff. Yeah. So yeah, running your car and and by the way, assuming that you're you're wearing your seatbelt, I'm not sure that your carjackers are our safety isn't their first priority. These are not careful people. I was just going to say, <laughs> they've already made risky decisions in their life. So right. my my guess is you drive into. You know, if you see that cop car on the side of the road, you just crash into the cop car. I, you could do that, too. I mean, I, I don't have the right answer because I mean, I've never really uh, well, considered the scenario. Of course, maybe you shouldn't drive into the cop car because you might hurt somebody. But right. you try and do it in as, quote, unquote, safe a way yeah, as, I guess. as you possibly can, I suppose. But, I, don't have, and, I don't have the right solution here. All right. Sorry. All right. You, you've heard the scenario. What would you do? Well, if, I'm assuming they have guns. So, and I'm assuming I don't. Right. So I'm going to do as they say uh, and try to attract attention to the car by speeding or by driving irrationally or flipping headlights, um, something to draw attention to the authorities. Right. Okay. All right. I mean, that's a that's a solid answer, right? Driving irrationally. I love that. <laughs> <Making> it, <laughs> I, 
I'm not sure. I can't handle this. I can't even. That's not green. That's red. That's irrational right there. Yeah. But um, I think that's a pretty good answer. I think the word you were and looking I, for was erratically. Erratically, yes. Yeah. But I think any police I think any police officer would tell you that. You've got to draw attention to yourself somehow. And the easiest way to draw attention to yourself while you're driving is to drive poorly. Well... I, I would love to tell you that that's actually the, the solution, but I've been on Valley Roads and seen people drive past cops poorly on regular occasion, and cop doesn't move. Can't promise it'll work, yeah. but that's your best here's shot. The you, you've, here's the thing. If you're driving poorly, it has to be out of character with the rest of the flow of traffic. Yes. Yeah, so, actually, maybe <laughs> So maybe in Arizona, if you drive really well, yes, if then you, the police officer will you, notice you, and that's a, that guy's suspicious yeah, over perhaps there. Perhaps you signal for a lane change. Maybe you'd consider that. I'm just saying. Doing something outrageous. Yes. yes. Something in bizarre world fashion. All right. Just, just curious. <laughs> so we were just talking about this story about the guy in Florida who got kidnapped by three other guys. They forced him to drive at gunpoint. And they were emptying out his ATMs. You know, or hitting ATMs all over town and right. emptying out his account. And so... When he saw a police officer sitting on the side of the road, he decided to drive erratically, thus prompting the officers to pull him over. He could have tried to drive erotically and have his, <laughs> his captors give him his money back a dollar at a time. That's what he could have done. Yes. Big difference, though. It sounds semi-similar. But... Yes, almost. So uh, we actually have a, a buddy of ours, Officer Sean, a veteran Valley police officer. Let's see what he says about what you should do in this situation. We, we were just saying, you got to draw attention to yourself. You got to you got to drive like a nut or something if you see police officers. I, I agree, yeah. So, Sean, what do we do? Well, there's a couple things. Erratic is wonderful because if you are, this is a life and death situation. It goes from a carjacking to a kidnapping. Carjacking's a property crime. Let it go. Recover. You can replace your car. But when they're in the car with you, your primary objective is to get out evacuate, get away from it as quick as you can. Um, driving erratically is great. As uh, one of you said, these guys aren't thinking clearly anyway. They're not going to fasten their seatbelts, make a huge turn, get them shaken in their seat, hit the brakes, get out of the car. Nothing good can come from them taking you somewhere. Liam Neeson can say that in a movie, but it's not reality. Um, make a plan. Get out. And, but always, you have to remain vigilant. Just don't sit in your car on your phone at a stoplight because you're a victim. I mean, it's a crime of opportunity at that point. But if they get in a car, do everything you can to evacuate that car. Uh, cause a ruckus. Um, drive fast. Blow your brakes. Blow your horns. Sean? Get out. Would evacuating yes, in the car be, <laughs> I was gonna say. be a, a relevant option at the time? Oh, you might you might actually do it twice then, uh, one metaphorically and one actual. Okay, uh, yes, that could be a problem there too, depending on the age. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, good ideas there. You know, I, I always one of the things I remember reading was especially especially for a woman. I hate to be a sexist pig. And yeah, a you monster, are. You are you monster. But you know, if you are accosted at like a gas station and yeah. forced to drive. They just said never leave. Even if they threaten, like, your children who are there with you, you never leave because wherever you're going is going to be desolate. And there's yeah. there's only a couple different ways it ends, and none of them are good. Yeah, there's never—I I don't know. I don't know of 
how many stories you hear on the news about a guy who was carjacked or a woman who was carjacked. I'll be a sexist pig as well. Um, and the story ends with the carjacker going, okay, thanks for everything. Yeah. Have a nice day. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you're, the goal is to force him to do whatever he's going to do right there because yep. he doesn't want to do what he's going to do right. right there. Yeah, more often than not, they're bluffing and you have to call their bluff. Unfortunately, sometimes that doesn't work out in your favor, but more often than not, you know, try and do the best you can. That's one of the benefits of living here in Arizona, especially this time of year. It's so damn hot, you're very unlikely to have somebody waiting in your back seat of your car when you get into it. You know. And, and they'll take a while to drive away if they carjack you, you know, until it cools down. Yeah, yeah. So, they want uh, you to grab the steering wheel because they, yeah. they don't have any oven mitts on them at the time. <laughs> You know what time it is. It's uh, time for us to talk about stupidity. Yep. And I got to tell you, every day goes by and we think, well, we've we've told the most stupid story we can possibly tell. And then another day comes along and we're proven wrong. Yeah. Over and over again. It's a non-ending supply. For instance, 22-year-old Noah Doherty of Pine Island, Minnesota. Okay. The guy thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants. Well, of course he can. He's from Pine Island, Minnesota. 22 years old. And so just east of the airport in Rochester, Minnesota. Rochester! Is Highway 63. Ooh. The speed limit there is 65 miles per hour. But that's not for Noah. No? At least not last Tuesday. Okay, then. A police officer saw Noah. A police officer saw Noah. Yeah, you went all New England on me yeah. there. He was Officer Noah. Barrel through the area, exceeding the speed limit by just a bit. Okay. How much? 79 miles per hour. All right. In a 65? Yep. Se- no, 79 wasn't Noah's speed. Oh. That's how much he was expe- exceeding the posted limit by. Wait, what? And he was doing 142 miles an hour? Uh, close. 144 miles per hour. Yikes. Yes. And he was on a motorcycle. Well, yeah, because motorcycles go that fast. Yeah. That's frightening. Yeah, he's doing 144 miles per hour when the cops saw him. And by the way, Noah was riding without a helmet. I, I don't th- I don't know that that's a violation in Minnesota, but wow. It's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. although if you're doing 144, does the helmet... Yeah, it's not going to make much of a difference. <laughs> not yeah. going to make much remember of a remember difference. Remember when you watched Letterman and he would drop the, the watermelons off the yeah. roof? Yeah. Yep. Just saying. The officer decided not to pursue Noah. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Unless, the, unless that cop car does 146 yeah. miles an hour. But uh, he did see Noah later in Rochester. Rochester! And not only was Noah uncooperative when the officer came to talk with him, Uh-oh. he even restarted the ignition, bike lurched forward and knocked the officer into his car. That's assault with a deadly weapon is right? what that is, yeah. So Noah was finally put in cuffs and when asked about doing 144 miles per hour in a 65 mile an hour zone, he told the officer, hey, it's hot out. I was trying to cool off. Uh, you know, that has worked in the past. I'm not going to say I haven't been pulled over doing like, you know, 50 and a 35 and had the cop go, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, man, I, you know, it's, it's hot. I needed to get a breeze going on the bike. Don't do that. And they let no. you go. But 144, tough to, tough to get away with that it one. It is. Yeah. 79 miles over the speed limit. And to top it off. Not licensed for a motorcycle. <laughs> right, no. Well, his license had been revoked of at course the time. It is, yeah. you know, so right, perfect. Just a little cherry on top of the Sunday yeah, there. So saw that coming. Yeah, been charged. He know has been charged with all kinds of different things, and he is definitely the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, this is Red Rocker Sammy Hagar, and I personally think that's a beautiful story you just told. You know, he wow. also can't drive fifty-five. He can't yeah. drive yeah. fifty-five. Yeah. We yeah. know that. Yeah. 
That was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. Over 2,000 models, none of which you should do 144 miles an hour on. You can check I out this. I know many Harleys that do yeah. that kind of speed. No. You can check out the state's largest pre-owned inventory, RoadrunnerHarley.com. Last week we did Pets and Vets, but the week before that we spent a little bit of time talking about monkeypox. <laughs> and that it's fun to say. Yeah, it's very fun to say. Bad to have. Yeah. But the World Health Organization is going, they're, they're trying to change the name of monkeypox. Who? Yes, who? The World Health Organization. Right. They're trying to change the name because they say it might have racist overtones. Now, wow. That's, that's another discussion. That is, boy, yeah. is that a leap? It is a leap. Wow. I, I think. Uh, like, look, I, I mean, look, I, I understand racism. I'm not saying I condone it, but I understand it. I would never have made that leap. So that's that, right? Yeah. Um, Jesus. But if they do change it, if they do change the name of monkeypox, then we won't have monkeypox around anymore. It'll be called something else. Right. And you lose the fun term monkey because it is a fun term. Yeah, well, no, not necessarily because monkey is still a word and it's still a primate. Are they going to rename the monkey? No. Okay. Just monkey pox. All right. So we're all right there. We still got the word. But, but we talked about sayings that involve the word monkey, like, you know. Monkey on my back. More fun than a barrel of monkeys. Sure, yeah. I think we talked about movies with monkeys in the title. 12 monkeys. Yeah. Isn't it? Is it with Bruce yeah, 12 Willis? 12 monkeys, yeah. 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 Um, how about songs? Uh, well, I mean, Shock the Monkey from Peter Gabriel. Peter be, Gabriel would be one, right? One of my favorite songs of all time. I love that song. Great Foo Fighters song, which is not as well known as some of their other ones. Oh, Monkey Wrench. Monkey Wrench. Yeah. Yeah, one of the yeah. early albums. Uh, I, and I'm a big David Lee Roth fan. He has a, a very obscure song called Everybody's Got the Monkey. So Everybody's that. Got the Monkey. Everybody's Got the Monkey. Yeah, it's a cool uh, song. Yeah, because right. it's a fun word to say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, what, what do you got? Hey, guys, don't forget about the Beastie Boys. Mm. Brass Monkey. Yeah. Brass Monkey. Brass yes. Monkey. This is, uh, shockingly, this is one of the most important hip-hop songs of all time. And you can often hear this at weddings. And oh, I sure, yeah. And I like don't understand, but it's... a reception? Everybody. Brass Monkey. <laughs> monkey, Monkey. Everybody yeah. loves the Brass Monkey. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. That's a, it's a it's very fun. important song. Sure. It's fun. Brass Monkey. So if they change the name of Monkey Pox, you're not going to think of things like this. That may be the last time you'll ever hear Brass Monkey on KSLX. Absolutely. First and last time. We also played Making Love Out of Nothing at All earlier this morning, too. Just just a little bit of it. Suck it, (laughs) Seacrest. I don't think we really appreciate how pervasive... The word monkey is in our language, in Americana. Well, it, it's one of the most fun words to say, monkey. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why we bring it up is because the World Health Organization has decided that renaming monkeypox might be a thing because there are potential racial overtones, which is really overthinking this, but okay, <laughs> we'll go with that. But uh, the word monkey, if I mean, if we don't call it monkeypox, we will only have several different opportunities to enjoy monkey Right. And in music. Yes. I mean, we talked about uh, there's, there's movies with the monkey title. There are tons of sayings. I think we I think we did it the other day. We kind of like 25 sayings. Uh, yeah, monkeys. And then, of course, monkey. And now we're going to it's important. We have to exclude the actual monkeys, the band, the monkeys, because <laughs> they are monkeys, except not spelt the same. As John, as John Coffee, Coffee would, would say. say. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. You are right about that. So, OK. Give us a monkey song. 
The best Rolling Stones song off Let It Bleed, Monkey Man. Yeah, sure. Monkey Man, right out of right out of Goodfellas. Great tune. Yep. Oh, such a great song. Yeah, Monkey, and, and this is this is the part where uh, where Henry is starting to, you know, he's getting all paranoid because of all the yep. all the drugs he's been doing. You know, I. It's funny he's singing now. I used to do this song with a band, oh, look so at I, you. I had to learn the lyrics as well yeah. as the guitar parts. And the I love the first two lines. I am a flea bit peanut monkey. All my friends are junkies. Yeah. No, it's a great First song. First two lines right well, there. Well, Monkey Man, because, you know, you've got the monkey on your back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, a great, it's a great song. <laughs> Give us a monkey song. Uh, what about Monkey Business by Skid Row? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a great song. Uh, you know what? If you play this over and over again, you know what that would be? Uh, well, that would be what? Too much monkey business, would, oh, which is another. You. That's another monkey song by yeah, uh, by the legendary Chuck Berry, King of Rock and Roll, the true yeah, king, the, the true, true king, right there. Yes, true king of rock and roll, Chuck. Give us a monkey song. How about the monkey song by Harry Belafonte? Uh, uh, it's yeah, just that's... called Monkey, but I know this one here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harry Belafonte was awesome. He's still awesome. <laughs> I'm... Just popped into my head was Archie Bunker's description of Harry Belafonte. I can't say. I probably can't uh, say it. Because it's the racist part. Totally. It. It's totally, totally racist. Totally this is racist. Now you've just... Monday morning, I got up late, and there was Mr. Monkey outside the gate. On Monday morning, Yeah, this is fun. How can you not enjoy yeah. this? Right. Yep. Yeah, how can you not love that? Um, and so good. Good morning to Rich. I, I thought of this one, too, but I'll, I'll give him credit here. Um, I think it's a traveling Wilbury song fronted by Dylan, Tweeter and the Monkey Man. Yeah, and then, of course, is the Beatles. Everybody's got something to hide. Except me and my monkey. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. What was John Lennon singing about? Oh, I think we know. <laughs> all right, it's 813. Yeah, if you, if you still got one or two, by all means, give yeah. us a buzz. But it's, it's fun, though. I mean, as we said... Monkey is a very important part of our language. It's it really a, is. It's, it's, all, it's all over the place when you really start looking for it. It's a great word, and it and and if there's anything that describes what it is better, there isn't. Like ape is a good word, simian is a good word, but when you see a picture of a monkey, you go, "Yep, that's exactly what it, uh, that's what I would call that is a monkey." And you know what he's doing? He's monkeying around. I see what you did there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hey, let's open up the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge anyway. Let's welcome JP to the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. JP, I'm going to ask you the same five questions I asked Mark. Whoever gets more correct will graduate. If you don't beat Mark, you'll have to tell everybody you flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Are you ready for your test? Yes, sir, I am. All right, first things first. Can you please kick Mark out of the studio for me, JP? Mark, would you please exit the studio? Sure would, JP. Thank you for being polite. Thank you, sir. All right, here I go. Uh Uh-oh. JP, question number one. Crazy on You, Magic Man, and Barracuda are hits by what band? Heart. Question number two. What annual musical in Austin, Texas has hosted performances from Cheap Trick and Pete Townsend? All right, question number three. Which one of Elvis's family members had Elvis as his middle name? His brother? 
Question number four. What artist is showcasing pieces of poster board with the lyrics to his 1970, sorry, 1967 song, Subterranean Homesick Blues? I'm not sure. And question number five. What fruity band had a hit with Go All the Way in 1972? Fruity band. The Raspberries? All right. Let's see how this works out for Mark. Mark will come in and take his shot at these these questions. And and we'll see how this thing goes. And. Whether or not it's going to be Mark or JP. I'm hoping JP stands for just pathetic oh, in the College see, of Rock and Roll Listen knowledge. to the hate speech that's going here. I'm hoping. <laughs> Question number one to Mark. Barracuda, Crazy on You, and Magic Man are hits from what band? Heart. It is one to one. Question number two. What annual music festival in Austin, Texas, has hosted performances from Cheap Trick and Pete Townsend? I am going to guess because it's Austin, the South by Southwest. It's two to one. Question number three. Which one of Elvis's family members had Elvis as his middle name? Uh, his dad. It is three to one. That was, that was a lucky guess. Yeah. Question number four. What artist is showcasing pieces of poster board with the lyrics to his 1967 video, Subterranean Homesick Blues? Oh, Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. And question number five, what fruity band had a hit with Go All the Way in 1972? Ah, the Raspberries. Yeah. Mark wins this thing. Unfortunately, JP, you know what you got to do here. Yes, sir, I do. Mark, I got your role. Thank you, sir. I walked uh, out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. There we go. That's what we were looking for. Thank you. And so your record runs now to 196, 2 and 34. I hope you're proud of yourself. I am. And JP stands for Jovial Polite. Ah, uh, yeah. He was he was very, very nice. Nice guy. Yeah. Did okay. So uh, you're still late for work, but we'll do this all over again tomorrow morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With a free KSLX app. 100.7. KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey, Dude shoes. Hey, Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.